Hello and welcome. I'm Heidi Albertieri from the Lifestyle Edit. Thank you for joining us for another Rosé Friday where we take the afternoon off to have creative conversations over a cheeky glass of rosé. So go grab your rosé while I introduce you to today's wonderful guest. Hello everyone. It's Friday at four o'clock, Rosé Friday, the 1st of 2022. So excited to be here with you today, whether you're joining on our podcast or if you are joining us live today, we have a guest for you to start the year off. I have a feeling that um, our guest today is going to knock our socks off. So um, I'm just going to get her in and um, we can get started. Oh, no, just so you know, I'm drinking Printhi Rosé today. I've just invited our guest. Um, I'm drinking Printhi Rosé today. Oops, you're sideways, Tina. I am sideways. Oh, my gosh. This is not fun. <laughs> you look sideways. Well, we're starting the year upside down, which is how I started my year. <laughs> I think I might have to come out and change the settings on this. I'll be one second. Okay, that's cool. Your intro while you do that, is that all right? Yes, because this is not a good look, is it? I'll have to sit like this. <laughs> I won't be long. I'll just look at this. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Can you turn, is it phone? Can you turn your phone the other way? No, then you'll be upside down. No, it's the computer. Oh. Hang on. It's that's pretty fun. No, that's not going to work. It's all to do with the settings, I think. I'll be just one. Tina is always sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Start the year just like I did for me. <laughs> well, I'm going to introduce you. Hopefully, you can sort that out. I'll um, be back in one sec. Awesome. Tina is um, our guest today. As you can tell, I told you she's going to be a barrel of laughs. Her name is Tina Nettlefold. She's charismatic. She's from Melbourne. She has an unapologetic lust for life. She's a house proud, larger than life, and she lives life in Technicolor. I think she loves a bit of colour in her life. And Tina has a mantra that she lives by, which is it's never too late to do something you love, no matter your age. So I'm looking forward to chatting to her today. I, we've never met, so this is totally um, new for us, for me and you as well. Um, I can see a lot of you are joining in. Thanks so much for joining us of first Rosé Friday of the year. My name is Heidi. I'm from the Lifestyle Edit Sydney. We're a digital and creative agency where we take care of everyone's content that they need for their digital businesses. So if you haven't already, check it out. Um, that's the lifestyleedit.com.au. Now you can follow Tina on t.house on Instagram and her website is teahouse.com.au. Um, so we are getting her in. Let's go live with Tina now. Let's see how we go now hi Prue how are you good to see some familiar faces there she is hello <laughs> I've gone on my phone I decided that was just too hard on the computer anyway hard. <laughs> well you look just fabulous upright <laughs> oh do I I thought I looked really cute sideways <laughs> I start, I've got to tell you, I started the year like this because I got. I started the year on New Year's Eve being told that my husband had COVID. So it was like, oh, oh. so we had like, we were supposed to have 20 odd people come to our home in Sorrento for a party. The first, because it was like the first time we had freedom and we were able to have friends around. Yeah. 
And so my year started looking after my husband who was sick and then I got sick four days later. So it was like, yeah, this is a really good start to 2022. So maybe this is indicative yeah. of what my year is going to be. Anyway. I, I think, um, like, I, we've been talking, we work with a lot of business here and we've been talking to a lot of people and everyone's saying the year has just had that same start and we're just saying... You know, it's going to sort of kick in maybe February or March, like the real year, like beginning of the year. So hopefully that's just like leftovers from 2021. Well, yeah. And you know what? I always think it's good to start the year with a little bit of a hiccup because it can only get better, can't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so excited to meet you. I was saying to everyone, I've never met you before. So I'm so excited. Happy Rosé Friday. Cheers. Cheers. Um, to meet you now i look i site earlier and i got to the first paragraph and i thought oh my god this woman is a powerhouse how does she do things and i'm just excited to talk to you yeah crazy another crazy woman tell us your words like what you do and how you do it well i i guess what i do is i came up with Tea House, which is obviously to design some homewares range. Mm -hmm. And the idea of that was to sell them, to actually then give 100% of the profits back to three charities that are close to my heart. Now, one of them I have always supported for a very, very long time. That was the RCD Foundation because my children went to school with Connor who passed away from a brain cancer at the age of 17. So, and we as a family have supported them for a very long time. So it was obviously that that was going to be one of my charities I wanted to give back to. The mm -hmm. other two was always something I wanted to do with children. So that's where that came up. So I hunted high and low and I wanted something that was a little bit grassroots. I didn't want to go somewhere where I couldn't actually physically myself go and do things, like not just give money. Um, and so I, I met Lyndon from ETAR and he so impressed me, which I was really, you know, just what he's done, how he started basically just making sandwiches on the kitchen table and sending them to school. And now it's become a national, you know, a program that they don't get, they don't get any funding other than the, you know, the goodwill from corporations and people and donations. And then, so that was like tick because it yep. means like, go and, and actually be a part of making sandwiches and, yeah. and, you know, actually being able to help them to try and get free petrol or free cheese. or um, So I wanted something that was going to not only just be the homewares, but I could help elsewhere. And then the other, of course, I fell in love with was when I heard the story from Susan Barton about the Lighthouse Foundation. Now, that one actually really... I went in for a one-hour meeting with this wonderful woman and I left three hours later, like, with you know, my eyes bulging from crying, <laughs> hearing stories about children and, and yeah. abuse and homelessness. And so it was those three charities I decided, let's design some homewares ranges, allocate it to each one of those charities through my years of networking, advertising, people I know, I thought, surely I can con lots of people to come and help me and, and do things. So that's where it started. I'm really good at networking and not just raising money from homewares, but also maybe helping them in other ways, whether it's awareness, whether it's getting them, you know, um, hopefully be able to get some free product for them, sponsorship, yeah. that sort of thing. So, yeah, that's where it really initiated. <laughs> that's amazing. And so people can buy your products on your website, which is teahouse.com.au, and 100% right. 
those profits goes direct to those charities, which is extraordinary. Don't worry. My, my accountant thought I was crazy when I said <laughs> that So in, in 2020, when we went into our first lockdown, I yeah. was actually love renovating my house in Brighton. And I was like, oh, my God. Anyway, so we had to live there because we apparently weren't allowed to leave. And it was like, yeah. you know, and because we had no bathrooms, we were able to continuously uh, you know, finish the, the renovation under certain circumstances. And then I kind of sat back and I had clients ring me saying, you know, obviously a lot of people were going, oh, I want this and I want that furniture and I want to do this. And I went, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do other people's homes. I, I've turned 60. It's a big year. All our travel plans went out the door that was supposed to be an amazing 60th year. And, and other friends that were turning 60 were supposed to do this, you know, amazing trip away to Greece and it didn't happen. And I sat back one day and I just went, I, I, I know I want to stop doing it, but I don't want to stop my life or stop working. And I needed, I need the creativity because it actually what it feeds my soul and actually makes me very happy. But I also knew that I wanted to do something that maybe helped somewhere along the way. So that's where, that's where Tea House came to a life because it was like, and when I spoke to the accountants about doing this, what I was saying before is they looked, they said to me on the phone, why don't we just set up a foundation for you? You can put the money in the account. You just write a check every month to your favorite charities. And I kind of said, well, okay, but money, only really goes that far. Yeah. So I could, I could feed, you know, 100 kids for Eat Up every year and give them a sandwich with my do- money donation or I can create some awareness mm. and some change, some positive change yeah. and dialogue and narrative to maybe work out why do we have this problem? Why do we have... Why do we have to service 645 schools around Australia? Why do we have to make 1.4 sandwich, million sandwiches in a country where we're supposedly throw away so much food and waste and here right. we are going to school hungry? So it's to me that was the bigger picture, not necessarily, yeah. you know, the money I give or the amount of money I can get I can make for my homewares because I'm not a huge range and, yeah. of course, I'm selling it online and I need every one of our community members to be a part of it, to make it work. But it's more than noise in the network. Yeah, like can we just touch on that? You just touched on that a little bit. It just astounds me. It makes it ha- makes me like so sad. How are kids going hungry in our country? It's, a, it's talking to Eat Up and, and obviously the people behind it, um, what, what they can ascertain is so it just doesn't make sense to all of us but Mm. there is a lot of people in this country at the moment who it's all things to do with it's a a social issue it's things like alcoholism gambling single mums you know parents working shift work it's not that some of those some of those parents uh, probably can slightly afford it obviously poverty is a big issue Um, a lot of it is is in country areas as well which is really quite astounding when you think about it obviously in northern territory there are some indigenous schools that need assistance but you kind of go like like if you speak to teachers and principals they will tell you that they've actually had to deal with this issue for many many years this is not new this is something that's been going on for 10 years and during lockdowns and COVID of course a lot of parents weren't working they were getting some assistance, but it's all that. It's it's a combination. And I think it's, for me, I don't think it's a government responsibility. I think it's a community responsibility. 
I think it's, I think as us as a community, we mm. need to play together and say, if you see, if you know that your neighbour has got a hungry child, don't you think you as a, as a good neighbour should maybe go and take a bowl of food next door? Yeah. Going I back don't know. to Yeah. Just yeah. go back go back to being charitable and being, you know, part of a, a part of a community. No child in this country should ever go hungry, be homeless, and not have the best of medical care. That's yeah. what my belief is. And that's what Tea House ethos is too. Can we give back to these so that every child gets the best possible? You know, they don't have the opportunity, they don't have the ability to go to work and mm -hmm. make money feed themselves. Yeah, of course. You know, that's the thing. We as adults, whilst we may have social issues, which I think are really important to address in our country, we, we are the ones responsible for our children. But sometimes we're not capable and it's, got, it's a very complex issue, a, a complex issue. So I just think that starting that narrative and the dialogue is really important mm -hmm. for all of us, you know. Yeah, please go and follow Tina on teahouse.com.au and please send her an email if you need any more information about Absolutely. how you're involved and help. Yeah, so that would be awesome. Um, you mentioned something else before that we don't normally talk about, which is a woman's act. So I want to, I want to touch on that a little bit because oh, you know, you're yeah. amazing. Normally we don't discuss women's age. It's like, oh, my God, you know, we don't talk about it. But, you know, as we're getting older and as, you know, we are evolving as women and we're becoming, you know, leaders in our community or you're running a business and all that type of stuff, your role changes, right? You change, you learn new things, you, you know, you discover who you are even more. You go through menopause perhaps. Like, you know, these are all things that we're addressing. Even Sex and the City is addressing it now, which is, you know, showing how far we've come. Talk to me and everybody, if you have any questions about this, please just write them in and we can get Tina to answer them. It's really refreshing to talk about age and women. And I, you know, I'm turning 50 soon, so I get it. You know, that's another milestone. Thank you. You know, we're all getting to that age where it's like, oh, my God, how can we be this age? Tell us, you, you talk about being 60 years young. What have you learnt like, what's your journey been like? And tell us about, you know, getting older as a woman and, you know, you're a role model to, you know, so many people, I guess. So, you know, that's, it's important for us to understand how old women are and to look yes. up to them and to, you know, have them as a positive example of ageing gracefully. Absolutely. And that's, my hashtag is ageless. Okay. And I think that um, we do, we do put it, you know, I, I go out there saying, yes, I am 60 or 61 years young now, but, um, and I don't call it old because it's not about, it's, to me, uh, ageing is a privilege. Mm. Uh, if you've, I have lost family members and I've lost a brother at the age of 35. My, when he passed away, my attitude changed to a lot of things. And that was um, very much so the situation of, you know, I'm going to live life to the fullest. I always say, hashtag live big, hashtag love big. And that was because we realised we're only here for a certain amount of time. Now, none of us know when our time is up. You know, it's written, it's in our fate. So to me, it's like when you waste time and you do things that are non-productive, that you don't live your best life, that you look outside and you say, the sky is beautiful, I'm feeling great. It doesn't matter what age you are. 
it makes mm -hmm. no difference. But I think when you approach life that way, and I'm going to live today, today I'm going to live my best life. And if there are hiccups like we all get, like we have dramas and we have things that come up, you just <laughs> got to deal with move forward as we age i th i personally think that we become smarter in many ways because we've had life lessons all of us mm -hmm. we've all had even at getting at 50 you've had life lessons whether yep. they are you know some of us may have been divorced and be second marriage or you know we've all had these lessons that have made who we are it's a tapestry of who we are and mm -hmm. i think as we get older i think we have a lot to offer a lot so yep. I kind of think in our society what happens a lot and it's taken something like Sex in the City just like that. You know, a lot of people when I was talking about it, because I do review it a lot, is they say, oh, it's not the same. Like, of course it's not the same because well, they're, not, they're not 30 anymore going out there having a, you know, a one-night stand and talking about the sex and everything. We get yeah. to a certain age where we outlive that stuff. But what comes with it? is lots of other journeys. And so mm -hmm. is, is a, not only a privilege, but also wisdom and, and, and the, the, the amount that we have learnt is something that we could pay forward and we give out to people and hopefully inspire others to do that because we've learnt, we've made those mistakes. Let's teach other people maybe not to make mistakes like that or what we've yeah. been through. And I think that for me has always been my key about life, about just living the moment, living today. I've learned from the past. <laughs> I live in the moment and then yeah. tomorrow is a new day and I'm always excited about what tomorrow will bring. So for a 60-year-old to do what I'm doing is probably a bit crazy because yeah. I've got to say it is a lot of work. It's taken, you know, I've been basically working nonstop for nearly since 2020 to get this up and running and manufacturing, yeah. you know, marketing. It wasn't like I came from a platform where I was really doing this sort of thing before. I had to start from yeah. scratch. And it takes yeah. a lot of time and energy, but the reward is amazing. So yeah. I, I like to say, you were saying before a role model, I don't really like to call myself a role model, but what I do say is to every woman, when you get to a certain age, there are a couple of things that do happen to us. One mm. is, not menopause is an issue our bodies change we never we always look back and go oh my god i wish i had the body i had when i was 30 well we all do but it's you know menopause makes you know i've got bigger boobs i've got a wider girth it's just part of it you know but i'm alive and well and you know and i've got to say when i when my period went it was like hallelujah i didn't want it anymore <laughs> but with that comes other things too so and we don't talk about that enough there's not enough people who do have that conversation so mm. that, that happens to us as women we our bodies change the other thing that does happen which i think is really sad and where i hope that i can show people is mentally some of us lose our confidence massive yeah. yeah and that is one subject that a lot of us don't talk about i would love to, and that's why i love just like that when you see someone like if you're going back to that and you want to reference it, for example, Miranda finding who her true sexuality is and who she really is, what well, it took her to 55 to work it out. So what I'm saying, if we don't live our truth and our real life, when you get to 60, it becomes an issue because yes. then that's where you lose your confidence, your belief in yourself, you know, all those things that have been suppressed on us as women. And yes. I think that we should break free, embrace, 
live our moment and I think we need a movement of women of a certain age to go out there and say we have a lot to offer. We do, we do mm. actually have a lot of wisdom. We do know what we're talking about. Don't yeah. just put it aside. I mean, how many women do you see 60 years old on TV? I know. It's, it's a conversation we have all the time. In our office, we're lucky enough uh, we, to have all women. And we've got women from the ages of 23, I think our baby is, up to, you know, 50-something. And, it, you know, we have the broad spectrum of, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s and 50s, and we're so lucky. And the conversations we have about all these things is so extraordinary. And, you know, I feel so lucky to be able to have that, that conversation. We learn it just as much from the young girls as they do from us. So, yeah, I, you know, have that dialogue between the ages is so important and i applaud you for that like you know how much the 23 year old is learning but you're learning as well that's what i'm saying i have a lot of young followers and my boys and their friends they all follow me but you know something to somebody today and they and they said oh what was that word that you used the other day and i said what felicia and she goes who's felicia i go no 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 it's a term it's a term you use when you say bye felicia i don't want any shame so <laughs> My God, and she's the same age as me. And I go, you need to yeah. need to mix with some younger yeah. people. <laughs> I think that's when you do that, like you were saying, you can converse, you mm. can exchange um, ideas, exchange ways in life. I mean, I have a lot of 30-year-olds that say to me, oh, I want to meet a man. I don't know how to meet a man. Where do I go? What do I do? All this sort of stuff. And you kind of go, well, you know, in the old days, I guess, we go to clubs, <laughs> you know, but... That, that's what I'm saying. We we do have a lot to offer. I think we're very easily discounted. I really do think there needs to be more representation of women over the age of 50 represented in media, in movies. It was fabulous to see Sex in the City and for them to talk about issues that a lot of us can relate to. Not every subject we can relate to, but it was good to see a conversation of what's happening in the world, but also what is happening, what happens to us when we do age. Yeah. And we lose people that we love, or we do, or we do go through menopause, or we have children who are um, battling with their own sexuality, or, or even yourself battling: Am I really yeah. happy in my marriage? Am I yeah. really going to live the next twenty years with somebody who I find extremely boring, and I've outgrown them? You know, those things. It's it takes a very brave person though to make the change. Yeah, agreed. Let's talk about your business. You know, and you've had a bit of a journey you've been interior you worked in interiors and now you're doing these amazing charities um what's you know one of the things that you wish you had have known like obviously in hindsight starting your business you know what what do you wish you had have known back then when you started well i didn't start in interiors because i actually started as a bill trade on the stock exchange that was my first job okay. with australia my second job was working in advertising and I actually did, I actually did very well in that industry. I was mm -hmm. 30 years old. I was the youngest media director for any ad advertising agency in the country. So wow. um, I, and then I worked overseas in me in advertising as well with huge accounts. I worked on Coca-Cola Asia, massive big accounts. And when I came back, I was a stay at home mum. So I've experienced not only being a mum as well stayed home mum for, for over 12 years um because my husband was traveling and i wanted to be at home and then i reinvented myself and i wanted to find 
where where my passion lied and I knew there was a part of me the creative side that I wasn't really nurturing and so I moved into interiors and then interior decorating and, and designing and I started creating product from you know back in 2015 and that's where my journey was so I've gone like a few different careers and and reinvention and I say to anyone and now of course now I've started this which is basically just creating some homewares and of course helping charities but at the same time I'm passing on my knowledge with my entertainment and information platform on Instagram just showing people cleaning and the cooking and all the things that I love to do and share with everyone so the thing is I've had a number of journeys through life I have learned that each each one of those my my greatest lesson has always been my dad would say to me god bless him he passed away in 2019 and he was probably you know a fabulous influencer man he worked really hard um to get where he was mm. and i remember saying to me once when i left university he said you know darling now you're gonna go to the workforce i just want to tell you one thing the only way to succeed is this to work hard and then when you think you're working hard you work harder and then when you do accumulate something you have to work harder to keep what you made and i yeah. went that's not a but he was right And as as a female um, in the 90s, being in the advertising industry and to make it to the top, that's exactly what I did. I would be the last one leaving the office, the first one in the office. So it was the only way to really make a stance and and say I am more than capable. So that's a life lesson I've taken through all my life. Even now I work really hard to accomplish what I'm trying to do. Mm. And that is definitely a big lesson for me. What I would say to my younger self, what you asked before, is I wish I was more in the present, in the moment. It took me, my brother passed, for me to kind of go, you know, I probably didn't live enough then, you know, whereas I do now. I live totally Mm. today and make the most of today. Uh, I didn't then. And so I didn't really celebrate my wins. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy the journey a lot more because I was constantly next step and the next step even being a mum a stay-at-home mum it was always because I'd been working all my life I was a very regimented mum I was the you know I had kids that were swimming at 4 30 in the morning so I'd be up at 4 30 in the morning go home cook the breakfast you know that whole schedule thing I yeah. even made like my gym sessions like it had to be in there everything was like a block and it had to be um but that was just how I approached life. So I didn't really enjoy it. So I wish I wish I had been more present. I wish I had celebrated all the wonderful things I'd accomplished instead mm. of just going, oh, that was good. Yeah, okay, now move on. Move on. And I yeah. think I, we hear that a lot because we work obviously with lots of businesses and lots of women in business. And I think it's, you know, there's something in that about being a perfectionist or an overachiever or, you know, I've, I'm a bit the same. It's something I discovered about myself quite a few years ago working with a a mindset coach is that I never ever stopped to go you did an awesome job you know like that was really good like so and I still have a tendency like to not do it so much because you know I don't want to you know do that too much I fluff about myself but I do have a little moment where I just acknowledge myself and go yep you're awesome you tick that off or what what and now what are we what are we going to do now how can we do it like 
and I test the waters and I'm like, yeah, you know, let's go. But I have a little saying that I've always told myself, it's um, the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is just that little bit extra. So that's... That is, that is so true. That is yeah. so very, very true. And I think as women, we all, I think we all suffer from the same issue. We don't celebrate ourselves enough. Mm. And I think that uh, we don't, we also find it like if we say too much, maybe we think, oh, well, people think I've got a big head or, you know, like, you know, whereas you see the, the guys all going off to the pub going, ah, oh, that was a great deal that you did, mate. Ah, oh, fantastic. And, and here we are going, oh, no, yeah, had a good week, but, you know, you may have had a big thing, but you don't want to. It's weird, isn't it? I don't know whether it's because we were brought up that way. Um, I even see my children's friends. They're still very much that way. The boys will be a little bit more. Yeah. Whereas we go, oh, no, you know, yeah, thank you. Yes, I got a promotion. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm kind of saying now at this age, no, do the hurrah. Don't, don't let it be, be mindful, be present. Just go, yes, I did that. Congratulations. It's fabulous. Yeah. Because it, it, it actually does help your mental state a lot. Absolutely. I think, you know, definitely. Well, you know, you can do the negative self-talk or you can do the positive self-talk. It's really a choice, right? Um, especially now at the moment. Tell us... Um, What's the most unexpected thing you've learned by, you know, recreating yourself and, and discovering this new role in your life? What, oh, my what, God. What, I've, I've discovered I'm not very good at websites. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what have I discovered? I, I think I've actually surprised myself at my tenacity. Mm -hmm. And uh, when people say no, the, the, the <laughs> inner man, um, it's probably very appropriate. I'm wearing tiger. The inner <laughs> tiger. Uh, the inner me kind of goes, no, I'm not taking a no for an answer. Um, yeah. So that that has really become quite strong. I think that I've realised that I'm a really strong person and that I don't take no very easily. Uh, that's that's a good thing to know as well. That you know that you can actually bring that in me. I think a lot of that got suppressed when I was a stay-at-home mum because it was more of a nurturing role. I think for me what happened was I, for, for where the sort of the light bulb went off was I realised, oh, my God, I'm somebody's mother, somebody's wife, someone's daughter, someone's nurse, someone's psychologist, someone's cook, someone's taxi. And I kind of, that's where I, I kind of went, the light bulb went off and I go, where where am I in all of this? Where do what where do, who am I? What am I doing? I'm just somebody else's thing. So that was really important, and I realised now that I'm what I'm doing. It's like yeah, I'm here. This is me, okay, and I can do this. So that was a, a big um, a big light bulb that I'm more than capable. Yeah, awesome. Three words to live by for 2022. Ah, uh, well, I think definitely mindfulness is a really important one. Um, and it's a big word that's been thrown around a lot lately, but I think mm. it's a really important one, uh, especially with what we've all just been through, with two years of, of being locked up and now finally our freedom. So that's a, a big one for me. Um, I know I wrote something else in my answers, but I'm going to actually go outside of that in some ways because not only mindfulness, but, again, living in the present is a really big thing mm. in for me, it is also about a wellness journey in 2022. So yeah. wellness being um, 
it's something I put aside a little bit probably. A lot of us did during lockdown where we were just, you know, um, and I realised that maybe I was just working way too hard and that there needs to be a balance and that's yeah. where the mindfulness comes in. Very hard thing to do if you are an A-type personality and you're really a go-getter to actually give yourself the time yeah. time to yourself. Yeah. Um, that's a hard one. So I'm going to try and do that. I'm also which is really important and to live by. But, yeah, yeah I'm very determined. What does that so, look like? What does mindfulness look like to you? We were discussing this today. We were uh, like, mindfulness, what is well-being and what's mindfulness to everybody? What's your version of that? So for me, mindfulness is being aware of my own state of health, mental health. We, we don't talk about the, that a lot. So mindfulness for me is being able to say, I need time to breathe, stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rather than keep going. Yeah. Take a breath. But don't take the short breaths. Don't do the do the take a moment, breathe and be me be present, be in the moment. Uh, and for me, the other thing about being mindfulness too is also about understanding what's happening around you. Uh, and mindfulness for me also encapsulates empathy and understanding. So all of us all too soon, and I'm guilty of it just like everyone else where, you know, you might be in the car, someone crosses in front of you and you do the bipping of the horn and you say things. And whereas I think now for me, mindfulness for me, we might say, I wonder what, I wonder why that person is doing that. What's going on yeah. in their life? They have to do that. Or yeah. maybe putting myself in someone else's shoes, which is a combination of mindful and empathy as well. So it's it's both of those things and, and also being mindful also of your own you know being of your own state because we all as as women i think we're the worst at it because we kind of like always giving especially if you're a parent and you're a, you know you're always sort of giving of yourself and then you forget to give to yourself and that is when we start to crash yeah. i find so that's yeah, not my for me and wellness wellness is not i think people confuse wellness with diet and exercise wellness for me is all of those things encapsulated so yeah. it's a combination of not only looking after your health but also um looking after you know being a little bit self-love which yeah, is the mind body yourself right yeah because you know it's a no-no whenever you say self-love they go oh you're a narcissist or whatever it's no it's it's about actually caring for yourself and caring mm -hmm. for, for your, your mind and your body and making sure you get the right sleep and, you know, all those things are really, really important because we kind of like on this fast track all the time. Yeah. And I know for me it was like, no, pull it back a little bit. You've gone like guns blazing in the last two years. Be a bit more mindful and be a little bit more concerned with your own wellness and health. Um, uh that's a big one for me for 2022. Let's hope. <laughs> and what's next for the business for Tea House? For oh my God, there is so much. I can't that... say a lot, but there's, I've just had some amazing meetings today. <laughs> oh, what a shame. I can't. Um, what's ahead? Look, we're developing a couple more products. We're not going to add too much more. Uh, we yep. just, we're increasing a few of our products so ceramic wear is increasing i've designed some beautiful ceramic beads which is kind of taking over my beachy look and feel um we're we're just expanding a little bit on that and then this year for me will be really about uh being a little bit more hands-on i'm hoping with the lighthouse foundation once i can get into those homes 
yep. go in and and restyle them and 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 do all that sort of stuff. And actually, that's what I'm talking about. Grassroots. I actually get in there and. Mm. They need a restyle and a repurpose. Uh, if they need a new kitchen, we can organise that, all those sort of things. Um, yeah, just being as grassroots as possible, going in there and helping as much as I can and, yeah. and spreading the word about the wonderful work that some of these charities do. And there's mm -hmm. so I mean, I've had people approach me going, will you take me on? I go, I'm not that big yet. I can't take on anymore. You know, it's just, it's, it's for me, that is the big thing. Uh, tea House, we've got, obviously, the other big thing is I'm renovating, I'm building our dream home. Yay. That, that we started that process 18 months ago. Yeah. And it's, it's a been. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, this will be the ninth house I've built. This has been the hardest one so far, I've got to well, say. Uh, and because it is our dream home and where we want to live in the next 20 years, oh, I hope I live 20 years. I'm, I'm sure I will. I'm hoping to live 30. I want to get to 90 at least. <laughs> but, you know, that, that's the next journey of my life and it's the next yeah. part of my life. And what people don't realise is you do get to 60 and you start to reevaluate where you live and what you do because a lot of your kids are at a home. Is your house too big? Well, we're building a monster, so it's ridiculous. But the, the thing, it's taken us 18 months to get planning approval, councils, objections, a whole bunch of stuff. So the exciting thing is I'm going to take all our team house followers, if you follow, on the journey. And we break ground on Monday, so I'm really excited. Well, um, so can we follow that on your Instagram? What Instagram is it? So that will be on Tea House Instagram, but it will be, it's mainly going to be a YouTube. There's actually already three series where I've talked about what we're going to do, what our plans look like. Oh. Uh, I'm with an amazing architect. His name is um, their Piccolo Architects. I'm working with Dave Franklin, who is doing all my landscaping. It looks amazing. I'm doing all the interiors. So we'll be doing a YouTube series, but we will be sharing with people on Instagram how to get onto it. So if you follow us, you'll see we've got a YouTube series already with three episodes on what the plans are, what we intend to do with this place. It's pretty amazing and specky, but I'm going to take everyone on the journey of how do you go from picking your floors to how do you pick paint. Um, I'm going to take them on shopping trips and show them what's out there. Um, I'm going to show them how I probably will lose the plot occasionally. Um, you know, all those things that go with building. We'll show them the cranes and when we're picking up and excavating. And oh, so exciting. we want basically take everyone on the journey and maybe hopefully people it's 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 more of an information thing so that people can know when they're actually doing it themselves some yep. of the pitfalls some of the things and also what is out there for people to look at you know different types of products that are available because if you're a novice and you're building a all i can say to you is good luck i know it's a lot <laughs> i know it's a lot if you don't employ like interior designers and you're building a dream home and architects and that and you just got a builder Ooh. anyway <laughs> <laughs> um even me who this is my ninth house is still daunting that's amazing well yeah. make sure you follow along everybody it's been lovely chatting with you oh, nice thank you so much for joining us please let us know if there's anything you ever need for your charities or awareness we'd be happy to share it through the lifestyle edit um it's a lovely. really good we'd love to any of that so please let us know oh definitely i really appreciate that that would be wonderful and other charities would love that because the more noise more awareness we get the more people will be able to help so i really appreciate that thank you so much like i say 
Thank you for inviting me and having me on. I'm sorry we started on a side angle, but we finished <laughs> up at the end. And I just want to say love and light to you as well. Yeah. And when when is your 50th birthday? Oh, in March. Like I've I've got one more birthday and then I'm 50. So yeah, I'm, I'm on a like one year stretch. So, oh, okay. Well, yeah. you know, make, oh. make them your 40s. But yeah. you know, bless you and love and light to everyone <laughs> and to your gorgeous office. Thank you, and thanks for everyone joining us. You can follow teahouse.com.au and t.house on Instagram. And you can follow us on the Lifestyle Edit. So thanks, everyone. See you next Friday for more rosé. Bye. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>